Hi, everybody. Good to have you join us on the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. I'm Steve Vandegraaff, and I will be your host today. There was recently a question on a forum asking dentists what the most productive procedure or appointment was in dentistry. Everybody had a different answer. Implants, endo buildup crown, anything done by a team member, like hygiene or sealants. Some people were just putting codes in, like 2750 crown. I like whizzies, so I agreed with the answer 7240, impact wisdom teeth. But you know what nobody put down? D0150, comprehensive exam. It's the most productive appointment we do. It certainly leads to the most production, and it's the most important for getting patients the best care they need. You may agree with the other answers. You probably don't think it's exciting or sexy to talk about exams, but just hear me out. Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, was interviewed after winning a game last year and said something that I thought was really cool. Asked about his take on the game, he said the Packers won because they had a few game-winning punts from their kicker. He wasn't joking. He's the three- or four-time MVP best player in the league, you know, throwing perfect passes through coverage, leading the offense down the field each drive. These are the things that people like to watch and what people talk about, not some boring punt. But he said it was the multiple solid punts that made the difference in that game. Why? Well, punting moves the ball way down the field, and it set them up for the next offensive drive. It didn't score any points in that play, but it set them up for success later in the quarter. I think the analogy works the same way for what I'm talking about. An exam is not the exciting part of your day. It's not the thing you look at on the daily report, but doing them right are like game-winning punts. It sets you up for success for everything that follows. A rushed exam or a let's watch this approach gets you and the patient nothing. On the other hand, if you go in focused, intentional about really connecting with the patient, looking hard to find any problem, and then telling the patient everything with a polished presentation, you're more than likely going to have a couple very productive appointments next up because of it. Do that with every exam, and your schedule will be completely different. And patients are going to be getting the treatment that they need. I emailed a client this week to check in on how things are going. His response made me really happy. He said that that week he had three patients he scheduled for between five and $6,000 of crowns after he had extended exams with them where he showed patients what was going on with photos of their own mouth. We talked about diagnosis and treatment presentation before, and he's already increasing his production in a huge way. And his patients are getting better, long-lasting treatment so they don't have to revisit their dental problems after a couple years. So, If you want to give your practice an immediate boost, work on your exams right away. I want to give you two really easy tips to help you. First, make everything in your exam as visual as possible. Two-thirds of the population are visual learners, meaning they understand information by seeing it rather than having it explained to them verbally or by reading about it. The more people can see their condition and the solution, the more they will accept something is going on and the more motivated they will be to do something about it. We talk a lot about intraoral cameras on this podcast. Make sure they are being used in every exam. It's easy to be lazy and get one less thing out and make a few less mouse clicks, you know, put up one less barrier. But no, it's your biggest aid for case acceptance. 
Despite this, most dentists still do not use one regularly. Patients understand radiographs less, but it's still important to have them up as well. If you don't have a monitor on the wall in front of the patient so they can see, get one installed. Also, I'd recommend if you haven't, take pictures of a couple great cosmetic cases that you've done and use them routinely in your exams. Do you not have any? Do two of these smile makeovers so you can have some amazing examples of your work. Then, instead of trying to explain what a veneer is and how it's the front half of a crown and how a crown is like a cap that covers your tooth like a helmet or whatever, just show them a couple slam dunk pictures of great smiles that you've done. Make them wow. This is a picture of your teeth right now, and then this is an example of what we can do to fix them. Boom. Just show them the pictures. They'll understand what you're showing them much better than what you're describing to them. In my office, I also have an exhibit box with treatment models, crowns, dentures, and partials in it. Instead of just describing what something is, you can pull it out, put it in your hand in front of them, and let them see it while you explain how it works. For example, this is an implant-retained denture. See, this is the jaw. These are the implants here, and these are the buttons in your denture that make it stay in. Here, hold this. Pull that off and see and feel how it's going to work way more effective. If you don't have something like that, get some. Until then, use photos or draw pictures. I had a patient come in this last week. His number 23 and number 24 were loose and they had to go. He was uh, also missing a posterior molar and he already had a full upper denture. He had Medicare insurance and his plan had good coverage for removables. I do a lot of removal and so it's really easy to get in that mindset and go right to partials and dentures. But I told him each of his options starting with the best and then working down to the most economical. He didn't really understand what I was saying. He was kind of hard of hearing. So I pulled out um, a piece of paper and I drew out how a dental bridge works. Don't think that patients have any idea what a dental bridge is because most don't. But after I drew it out, he decided he didn't want his nearly free insurance partial. He wanted to spend 4000 something dollars on a bridge. I was to be honest, I was really surprised, but super happy. And he's certainly going to be better off and like it. Me too. But the point is here, we are visual creatures and our brains process info with our eyes. So make everything you can during your exam to be visually informative. More eyes, less words. Next point. This is a small thing, but in my opinion, it can make a big difference. And most dentists don't do this. Start your exams earlier. By this, I mean most dentists schedule on the hour so a new patient comes in for their appointment at 10 a.m. The front desk checks them in, makes sure their information is current, and then the hygienist does radiographs, and then the hygienist does the cleaning. And then after that, she sticks her head into your operatory and tells you that the patient's ready. This is usually towards the end of the hour. Hopefully, you can get away quick, but sometimes you can't. Either way, you're likely pinched for time while you're trying to diagnose everything, explain it, and then have your front desk work out an accurate treatment plan before the room needs to be flipped for the next patient. Instead, do your exam earlier in the hour. Yes, even before your hygienist is done with the cleaning. In my office, my hygienist tells me at the beginning of the hour, as soon as the patient is seated, that they have a, we have a new patient in room one. I'm starting the radiographs now. So I can pause what I'm doing anytime after that and come and do the exam. 
if I do the exam at 1020 instead of 1040, there won't be that little pressure to go faster because the room needs to be flipped. My front desk will be able to work out a treatment plan and review it with the patient slowly in the chair rather than you know, rushed at the front desk during the patient's checkout. There's no law that says you have to wait until the hygienist is done for you to come in. I just say, hey, mind if I interrupt you guys? My hygienist scoots back and says, let me introduce you to Dr. Vandegraaff and I'll finish your cleaning in a minute. We've never had a problem. It's just a small thing, but try doing your exams earlier in the hour. It helps you prioritize them. You're placing them towards the beginning of the hour because they're important rather than making them something that you just try to fit in at the end of the hour. So super easy. Try those two things out. Make your exams as visual as possible and do them earlier to make sure they are thorough and unrushed. If you have the Lifestyle Practice Academy, there's a lot more detailed information on how to diagnose more comprehensively and present more effectively. I'd recommend you review that. Just like at the end of the day, how you look back on your large cases, look back at the end of the day and say, man, I had some great exams today. They're really like game-winning punts. They don't get celebrated, but mastering them will set you and your patients up for success. Reach out if you have any questions or if you need any help. Derek, Justin, or Steve at thelifestylepractice.com. Have a great week. Sicker than your average.